This next interview with Dr. Josh Whitehead is about developing others. We're going to ask him some personal questions and what he sees in people, how he gets the best out of people, and how he continues building a great team. Hey, Elevate. Welcome to this session on leadership. We're with our executive pastor, Josh Whitehead, and we believe just your willingness to take these courses, you want to be a better leader. You want to grow in your leadership, and we want to dive into his personal history and his background and his influence on what he thinks makes great leaders. So just talk about, Josh, your initial thought when we say the word leadership. Leadership is about a person going from one place to another place, obviously. I mean, it, it's really, it happens in every area of our life, and sometimes we don't even recognize maybe that we're being a leader. But we're, we're looking at the different things that were challenges we're facing, different things that we're walking through, and we're getting better. And ultimately, leadership's influence, right? It's our influence over other people. It's influence over ourselves. It's influence over things that are happening around us. Wonderful. And so for all of our elevators, all the people that are wanting to increase their influence at their job and their volunteer level at Faith Promise, what do we look for? What do you look for as you're over personnel, as you're over the operations at a large organization when you are looking for the next person for a potential position or a, a volunteer staff or a high-level capacity leader and person? What, what are the indicators for you? Well, it's different depending on the, the person and the role, but I think for us what we're really looking for is we're looking for someone who has a history of being able to accomplish things. I think that's what leaders do. You know, leaders actually see a challenge and they, they take over and they overcome that challenge. And so we're looking for people that have that history. Now, when we're talking about volunteer leadership and many of the people who are doing the Elevate videos will be uh, working with volunteers or leading volunteers, we're really looking for those people who often stand out, uh, not because they're always the loudest in the room, not because they're always, uh, you know, uh, involved in something and people know who they are. They're the people who are saying, hey, I could do a little bit more. Can you give me something else? Can you allow me to, 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 to be a part of this ministry at a different level? And I think that's an indicator of the people that if you're watching this, you wanna invest in those people. You wanna find out, hey, can they do that? And that doesn't mean that the other people aren't worth investing in either. They may be as well, but I'm looking for those people who are really saying, hey, I'm committed to this. I wanna invest in this in a different way. When Pastor talks about Josh when he's not around, he talks about Josh in wanting more, a bigger piece of the pie. That it's not necessarily about our money or other accolades, it's Josh wants more influence. He wants mm -hmm. a bigger piece of the pie, and that's why I believe Pastor has such trust and admiration for Josh and why he's, and our church has been so successful and our staff has been so successful under his leadership. So that's the who when we think about it, people that want more, mm -hmm. people that want to do more, that want more influence, want to gain and grow. So we found those people. You found that person or group of people. Now, what are some resources or examples, experiences you would do now that you've found somebody to get them to another level? Well, there's so many things that are available today. And, you know, it, and some of it depends on the area that you're developing. You know, for some people that are just really new in spiritual things, I mean, you may want to start with something as simple as a spiritual gifts test, right, mm -hmm. that gives you an idea. What are they gifted in? 
you know, if it says they're gifted in administration, the way they serve may be different than if they're gifted in shepherding or, or some area like that. And then on the professional side, you use the resources that are available. Uh, Strengths Finder is a great tool. It's very inexpensive. Someone can take that. It gives them some key areas where they can lead, where they likely have the ability to do something at a different level. Now, even uh, within our ministry, you know, we use Myers-Briggs, mm -hmm. uh, which helps people understand more about their personality and how their personality relates in an organization. Or people who have uh, been interviewed for a role at Faith Promise, some of our high-level volunteers even, have used uh, or been a part of a profile we use called the Caliper Profile. And it measures a person's leadership ability, a person's uh, cognitive mm -hmm. abilities, you know, a person's time management uh, gifts and skills. And sure. so uh, all of those things come together and we're able to evaluate those and then use those to help us accomplish, uh, you know, uh, helping that person develop as a leader as well. So there's tons of tools. Mm -hmm. The reality is, I think, you have to commit to something and use it. You know, a lot of times we want to we want to kind of bounce around with different things, and that's not the goal. The goal is to learn how to use a resource and then use it to its fullest extent. Okay. When you see someone that has potential, may not even see potential in themselves, for people that lead people, lead staffs in their organizations, or they lead a volunteer team, or they are wanting to lead a volunteer team, and you have troublemakers, as it were, or somebody that you see has a lot of influence, but potentially using it in the wrong way. Well, how would you help us shepherd a person that is potentially young or just misguided? What, what are the, some of the tips or, or training mechanisms you would use to try to get somebody back on the track and, and get them using their influence in, in, a, in a great way? Well, I think most people want to use, you know, their gifts and abilities to accomplish something great. Mm -hmm. I mean, even today, I've had a conversation with a young man who came in and said, hey, I believe that God's calling me to do something different. Uh, would, you, you know, would you help me with that? Most people wouldn't say, I wanna be a zero. Right. You know, I wanna be a nobody. I wanna work here for 10 years and have no other opportunity, no greater influence. That's just not how people think. And so I think part of that for a person who we say is a, a troublemaker is really about helping that person see their true potential and helping them see what could be as opposed to what is. Wow, and, and as we help them see what could be as opposed to what is, then they have to, they have to ultimately say, do I want that or do I not want that? Hmm. And, and in their current context, that's gonna help them as well to be able to, to evaluate, you know, am I gonna make it in this role or am I not going to make it in this role? But I think if we help people understand that, and, and the second thing I would say, I think it's so important, Micah, is that we need to know what motivates people. You mentioned earlier, what motivates me is having a greater piece of the pie, influence. What motivates some people is money. Mm -hmm. uh, what motivates other people will be something completely different. And if you know what motivates someone, then you can help them see a different reality. If you talk to someone who's motivated by influence and you say, hey, you're not, you're not reaching your potential to make the money you could make that doesn't motivate them to do something different. Sure. But if you if you say, hey, there's a great opportunity for you to lead at a larger level, even at a younger age, and the reason you can't do that is because of this, mm -hmm. then that person can recognize, I'm missing out on the opportunity to have a greater level of influence. And so you have to figure out what motivates someone. And I, I think even for you personally, 
right? That's been a part of your journey and your story. Sure. Is that you're not motivated by money. Mm -hmm. You're motivated by influence. You're motivated by opportunity. And so because of that, you know, you have to stop and say, okay, how do I gain influence? How do I get that opportunity? Because money wasn't going to work. It wasn't going to be, it wasn't going to be the factor that made you or, or made you not want to do something. Yeah. He just wouldn't give me any more money. I want to clear that up. Um, so what, what, I, what I gleaned from that, what I took from that is what motivates people. When you find yourself leading people, when you find yourself leading different people, a great coach is going to coach each player on his team differently because each player is motivated differently. They have different work ethics. They have different styles. And we all have different styles of leadership. So we've talked about the who. We've talked about indicators. We've talked about how which is sticking to a process. If we find a process that you believe works, stick with it, stick with the process, and don't bounce around, and it just it creates inconsistencies in your leadership and people's communication with you. And lastly is why, is the why. And we talk about the five levels of leadership, and you heard Pastor Chris talk about one through five, one being the lowest level of leadership, and five being the highest level of leadership, and that is developing and leading through other people. Mm. And explain why that's the highest level. If we may disagree, or can you just give us some insight why Faith Promise as an organization believes at the highest level is when you lead through other people? Well, it's impossible to change the world, most likely as a single person. There's very few people that we would look at and say, they change the world. Mm. There are some, right? There are some, but there are very few. Uh, but what you find is that when you find a person who can influence and develop other people, right, who can help them develop as a leader, then all of a sudden you create an army of people hmm. who are game changers, who are world changers. And I think, you know, going back, I think you see that in sports, right? You see people who uh, can't win championships but can get close. You see people who just can't win mm-hmm. sometimes. Uh, there, are, there are people who can really develop people at a different level than other people. And so for us, we're looking for people who can develop people who can develop people, right? Because the only way to have the impact that we desire to have as a church is for us to have an army of people who are committed to change our community and change our world. So it's, it's bigger than one person. You know, Pastor Chris, if he were sitting here, would say, I can't, I can't change this by myself. Faith Promise is way behind. He could speak to thousands and tens and hundreds of thousands of people, but by himself, he can't change anything. It takes an army of who we are to accomplish that. Wow. Pastor calls it the your leadership wake. Who's in your wake? When you look behind you as you do ministry, as you're at your job, who is behind you getting better? Who is behind you in your legacy? What legacy are you leaving? And the legacy Faith Promise wants to leave, and I know Pastor Josh wants to leave is that we're changing the world through the power of Jesus Christ. We want you to be better leaders. We want you to grow and help Faith Promise grow and help the kingdom of God grow. We love you guys so much. Keep going.